Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. Today, I wanna share five lessons that I would have given to my former drinking self. If I could have some kind of time machine and go back and, and, and find me in the gutter, drunk and whatever, here's what I would say to myself. I wanna share these things that I've picked up along the way of being a non-drinker now for two and a half years, something like that. I don't really count the days, but the lessons that I've picked up along the way, these are what I would have said to myself. And these are the things that I think that were missing. These are the things that I think that if I'd known, if I'd got a more thorough, understanding of these five things that I'm going to share with you, then that that moment of euphoria, the, the moment where everything just clicked, well, it would have happened a lot sooner. It would have happened way sooner. If I'd have known what I know right now, then that, 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 that cutoff point would have just been this, like a sword just going, drinking's done. It's finished. So these things that I'm going to share with you, they are going to be groundbreaking. For a lot of you guys, it's going to be too uncomfortable to kind of sit through because you're just not going to be willing to question your paradigm, your worldview. Most people that drink they're happy with this fixed mindset. They don't want to grow. They want to stay stuck where they are and they want to get to their deathbed and just be like, oh, well, there we go. That's the end of that chapter. However, if you're the type of person that has a growth mindset, if you're the type of person that's willing to question what they think they know and reinstall new beliefs and new ideas, then this video is going to help you a absolute ton. Now, the first key lesson that I would give to myself is that there is absolutely nothing wrong with me. Now, like I was saying, it took me about 10 years to find a solution to my drinking problem. It took me 10 years until I was all in into saying, I'm done, I'm finished. That is it, it's game over. I am just, and I'm done and I'm happy about that decision. Because during the 10 years of the drinking, the cycles, the ordeals that I went through, I always thought that it was me, that it was the root of the problem. And this was because this is what I've been told. I've been told that there's something wrong with me. And I've been told that by society, by AA, by reading online, that if I drank a certain amount regularly, more than I intended, then it's very likely that I was an alcoholic or I had an addictive personality. And I really bought into this. And for many years, I thought of myself as this person with an addictive personality. And I used to kind of be proud about it. I used to say to people, oh, you know, I, that's just what I'm like. You know, I, I, I would never do XYZ drug because I've got an addictive personality. I used to use that argument all the time. It's like, I really believed that there was something inherently different about me than everybody else. And that's why I always went overboard. That's why I couldn't stop drinking. It, I always thought it was me. And I also thought that I was some kind of alcoholic. I thought that, you know, I, I remember reading that maybe I was born this way. Maybe I came out of the womb into this world and I was born an alcoholic. It was just destined. And I also believed that maybe it was part of my genetic makeup. I, I, I remember looking at my family tree and seeing lots of people that have suffered with alcohol and drug addiction. And, you know, it, there, there must be something wrong with me. And it's not the drug's fault. It's not alcohol's fault. That's the reason why I continue to drink. Because of me, not because of the drug. And if I could go back in time and kind of say, Leon, you've got nothing wrong with you. And if I'd have known that there was nothing wrong with me, my approach to finding a solution to the problem would have been completely different. I wouldn't have started it out in this feeling of, well, I'm doomed no matter what. Because that's how I felt. I always felt that I am doomed no matter what I do. Because if I'm the problem, I can never be fixed. So if I stop drinking for five, for 10, for 20 years, I'm still the problem, right? And that is just insanity. There is nothing wrong with you. 
Getting addicted to alcohol, drinking more than you want, has got nothing to do with you as a person. It has everything to do with the drug. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that alcohol was addictive. I didn't know that I'd been conditioned to believe that it was a good thing. I didn't know that all I needed to do was build a new paradigm and understand it for what it is, and I could just move on with my life. And I could make this thing that just dominated my life for such a long time, I could make it so irrelevant that I could just move on with my life. And I didn't know that was possible. And I want you to know that that is 100% possible for you. I see it time and time again. I speak to people all the time that are giving up drinking and they're feeling good about it. They just get rid of it and they don't need to live the rest of their life with this label. Now, I'm not saying that for every single person out there, some people are okay with these labels. Some people want to go through life and give themselves these labels and go to AA and give themselves up to God or do some 12-step program and do all of that stuff and that's cool. But I tried it and it didn't work for me. And it's just so likely that if you're still watching these videos, then that approach hasn't worked for you because if you were like me, you would have tried anything, right? If I called myself an alcoholic, gave myself up to God and stopped drinking and I, and I could just stop drinking forever, then I would have done it. I'm not saying that is there, is there's a right or a wrong way. Like when you're looking for a solution to your problem, you'll try anything. But if you have beating yourself up and put yourself on these guilt trips and made to feel like you are the problem, you are not the problem. It's the drug that is the problem. You remove the drug, you remove the problem. It's really that simple. And that's exciting, right? Because then you know that when you're not the problem, you can still go through your life and do what the hell you wanted to do anyway. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting fired up today, but I just wanted to get that. That is the first big lesson. You are not the problem. You have never been the problem. The drug is the problem. Now, the second big lesson though that I would have said to myself is, Leon, you need to use first principles thinking. Now, first principles thinking is something that I talk about on the channel a lot, and it's what I help people do in the Sober Clear program. It's the mental model that we apply to alcohol through a step-by-step -step system. But at the same time, is the Sober Clear program is not for everybody. Not, maybe not everybody resonates with the way I speak and so on. And for some people, th there's a different way to do it, right? My program's like the shortcut, right? If somebody just wants to go, right, this is what I want to do. I want to try this, then boom, they join my program. But at the same time, if I was going back to myself, you know, as a drinker, then the program doesn't exist. So here's what I'd say to do. I would explain first principles thinking. And what it is, is it's when you ignore society, right? You ignore common sense, the collected belief, and you build your own worldview. You basically do a lot of critical thinking and draw a new conclusion and, and start to see our goal for what it is. And the way you can do that is through reading books. It's through listening to podcasts. It's through watching YouTube videos. And it's Basically doing a lot of introspection and looking at yourself and your situation and saying, are my beliefs true? Are they 100% true? Can I say with conviction that alcohol gives me courage, that alcohol helps me relax, that alcohol does all these wonderful things and have, gives, have, you know, I have a good time when I drink? Can I say with 100% certainty that I'm an alcoholic? And these kind of beliefs that you hold, they need dismantling. You need to bring awareness to them. You need to do some study, you need to do some introspection, and you need to let go, right? That's what first principles thinking is in a nutshell. It's looking at all the component parts of the problem, and it's building a new worldview. You're building a more realistic worldview, right? And that's why I work with business owners and professionals, because the approach of taking a first principles approach, it's a logical approach. But what I'm saying is that you don't need to go through the spiritual approach, right? You can just take a pure logical approach, where it's based on fact. It's not based on, please help me right? It's not this desperate beg for, please just save me, right? You're just looking at things on a logical level and drawing a new conclusion, right? There's just a different way to do things. And that's what I would have told myself. I would have said, Leon, buy every single book you can on drinking alcohol. Buy every single book you can on addiction. Buy all the stop drinking books in the market. Read them all and just freaking get on with it. Build the paradigm. Do what it takes. That is what I'd say to myself. And I just wish somebody told me that five, 10 years ago, because I would have done it, right? If I'd have known that if I just read, you know, 10 books on stopping drinking, that that would be it. 
right? Because that's what I've done, right? I've read every single book out there. I've pretty much looked at every single course out there at this point. And my worldview now is so damn solidified that stopping drinking is just never going to happen again. But it was because I took that first principles approach, because I logically looked at everything, I did the introspection and everything just clicked. It was just like this clarity where it's done, it's finished. And that's why I can talk about alcohol. I can help people stop drinking all day, every day, because the desire is not there anymore. Totally different way to look at things, totally different way to approach the situation. And so, yeah, so first principles. Now, the third thing that I'd say to myself is that social activities and your friendships, they become so much better. So whilst I was trying to stop drinking, I always had this underlying sense of fear that social activities, that meeting women, meeting members of the opposite sex, that meeting, you know, meeting up with friends, all of this stuff, they would, I would be worse off, right? If I gave up alcohol, I'd be in a worse position than I would be if I was drinking. It would be harder to make friends. It would be harder to loosen up and it would be harder to socialize. And this belief is not true. It's not true at all, right? The, 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 the social activities that I involve myself in now, the friendships that I've got now, the relationship that I've got now, so much deeper, just so much deeper, so much more meaningful. And it's an amazing thing. And I, but I just believed for so long that it was alcohol that was helping me in all these social situations, right? What, what, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go a little bit voodoo on you guys. So don't, it's, it's maybe a little bit too uh, esoteric for some of you guys. But when you don't drink, your vibration, right? The energy that you put out there is down here. I don't care if you're a multimillionaire and you're killing it in life. If you drink alcohol, your energy, your vibration is down here, right? When you're waking up hungover, there is no way that you're performing at your peak. So you put out this different kind of energy. And all that happens is you attract other people that are kind of at this level, right? They're, they're vibrating low. Maybe they're also drinkers. Maybe they take drugs. Maybe they're just like not too bothered, very blase, whatever. You attract these type of people. But when you don't drink, your energy is up here. Your vibration is up here. And you just attract better things to you. You attract better people, better opportunities, better business clients. You just attract better things because you're putting this good energy out again. You're vibrating on a different level. And what you'll find is that you attract better friends. And because you're not drinking, you end up doing things, you know, activities and stuff like that, that you have a mutual interest in. It's not just about going to the bar and being like these, these friends, which are more like acquaintances, just like drinking buddies. They're not really friends, come on. But when you don't drink, what happens is the acquaintances kind of just disappear. And you might be left with a few core friends that you did drink with, and these are your real friends. But you end up doing activities that you just have a mutual, mutual enjoyment for. Like for example, one of my friends, we do powerlifting. Other friends I go riding motorbikes with. And I've just got activities that I like doing, and it makes, these, it makes the friendships, it makes social activities just so much better. So that is nothing to worry about. And that was something I was so scared of but it is just nonsense, right? You, you're, everything gets better. The social stuff gets better. You become more confident. You become more courageous. It gets 10 times better. So the fourth thing, guys, that I want to share with you is that success becomes linear. It just goes up and up and up and up and up. Instead of when you're drinking, you're just on these, these, these roller coaster of peaks and drops. Now, I'm not saying that when you drink, good things don't happen in your personal life. I'm not saying that you can't make, you know, meet a new partner or build your business or do these good things when you drink because it's entirely possible. However, it's never linear, right? There's always these peaks and these troughs and there's days where you drink too much and you feel like crap and then you don't perform for a few days and then, then you might have a, you know, a week where you just kill it. And when you don't drink, it's just linear, right? It just keeps on going up, keeps on going up. Sure, there are peaks and troughs, but they're just a lot less dramatic, right? Sure, I'm not saying that when you don't drink, that bad things don't happen to you. Life is going to happen no matter if you drink or not. But you just become better at dealing with it and the peaks and troughs are just way less severe. And instead, it's just this linear progression. Now, I always wanted to start a business when I was in my early 20s. I always wanted to be self-employed because I like the idea of there being kind of like no ceiling. 
Because I always felt like when I was doing a job or if I was going to go the traditional career route, then there was always kind of a ceiling that you'd hit. And I like the idea of being self-employed because there is no ceiling, right? You just, whatever you put in, you get out. And that is exciting for me. And that's what I, that's what I like about being self-employed. Anyway, I always wanted to be self-employed, but alcohol always stopped me. Alcohol was always the big deterrent. Every time I attempted to do something or I had an idea and I worked on it for a few days, I'd, I'd drink and I'd just be at ground zero again. And I realized that the first time that I stopped drinking, despite it was using willpower, as you guys already know, there was a nine month period where I didn't drink and I started a personal training business. And it went so well because I wasn't drinking and it was like, Every day that I put in, it was just getting a bit better, bit better, bit better, bit better, bit better, bit better, and so on. So I would tell myself, this would be the lesson, and this would be the thing that I'd teach myself, is that success will become linear. So it means that these dreams that I had when I was drinking, well, if I remove the drink, they become possible. They really do, because when you just put one foot in front of the other every single day, and you're not drinking, and you're not taking these backward steps, then groundbreaking results start happening in your personal life. And I wish I knew that. I wish I knew that. So I'm telling you guys that that is what happens. Which leads me nicely into the fifth point, which is the life of your dreams becomes possible. It becomes possible again. Now, like I said, when I was drinking, I still had dreams. I still had ambition. Sure, they were clouded, the, the fog, the brain fog was there, but I still wanted to do good things with my life. And for so long, I didn't think it was possible. Because I was drinking, because I was stuck in the cycle of just this roller coaster living, I didn't realize that the life of my dreams was possible. And hey, I'm not trying to boast. I'm trying to give you like a message of hope and inspiration, but I'm literally living my dream life now. Like I've got a great relationship. I've got great friends. I've got hobbies. You know, I'm healthy. I'm exercising. I'm living in, on Koh Samui in an island, on in a villa. And I've got this business, this online business, which is what I wanted. I've got loads of customers now and we're getting awesome results for those people. And everything just kind of clicked, right? It's all fallen into place because I'm not drinking, right? It's been like two and a half years of just non-stop work on my dreams every single day. And there's no going backwards anymore. It's just like one foot in front of the other all the time. And like, I feel like I'm just getting started. I know that in 10 years time, if I continue on this trajectory of not drinking and doing all this stuff, which I will, it's like, where, where, where can this, where, where's the limit, right? And I honestly thought that it was too late. I thought that, well, I'm in my mid twenties. I'm looking at these 18 year olds that are killing it already. You know, they're building businesses at 18 and I'm thinking, I'm I'm like in my mid twenties and is it too late? And, and, and you know, I know some of you guys that are watching this video, you might be in your mid thirties, your mid forties, your mid fifties or whatever. You might, be a, you might be a lot older than me. And you might be thinking, well, is it too late? Hell no, it's not too late, right? If you stop drinking over the next few weeks and you get to 70 years of age and you look back and you know, there might've been a 20 or 30 year period of not drinking, think of what you can do, right? My life has just had this humongous change in two and a half years, just insane. It is like completely different. I mean, I've gone from literally staying at my friend's place because I had no money, ground zero yet again, and now like created this dream life. And that is possible for you. When you stop drinking, the life of your dreams becomes possible. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.